Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And this episode is going to be all about letting go of what no longer serves you. Maybe you're at the end of the year and you're thinking about the things you don't want to bring with you into next year. Maybe you're starting a new relationship or you want to start a new relationship and you're having difficulty moving on or you've moved on, but you're afraid you're going to bring in the old hurts and disappointments from your last one. Maybe there's a big dream that you have that you want to chase or a new beginning, whether as a job or a parent, and you want to make sure you're giving it your best. So you want to let go of the things that may weigh you down. No matter what your reason, this episode is for you. As black women, we, I feel, face more disappointment than probably any other group of people on the planet. We are constantly attacked, vilified, sexualized. We have betrayals. We have disappointments. It's not surprising that there may be things that weigh us down. And it's not surprising that there may be things we hold on to. One of the drivers of burnout is weight. It's resentments. It's emotional burden. If we are weighed down by those things, it it quickens burnout. It makes our lives more difficult. And more importantly, it takes our joy from us. So it is critical, whether you want to release for a new dream or a new goal, whether you want to enter into partnership whole and happy, whether you want to start a new job, it's important that you do that in a way that you let go of what no longer serves you so you can wholeheartedly embrace the new phase, the new relationship, the new dream in your life. To that end, we're going to talk about five ways to do just that. If you are feeling weighed down by something, by a disappointment or resentment or missed opportunity or connection, this episode is for you. At the end of the five ways to let go of what no longer serves you, the end of that list, I'm going to give you one bite-sized practice you can start today to immediately put yourself on a path to letting go of that weight and healing. So first things first, this is an exercise I've done before when I work with people in a therapeutic capacity. I have often told them to write down the things that do not serve them? What do they want to let go? There's something about externally writing it down. It's not enough just to think it in your head. I want to let go of past relationships, disappointments. No, that's not enough. It's really important that we write down specifically, put pen to paper, what we want to let go. This is a tradition that has happened in many cultures. It is something and a practice that happens in many different ways in therapeutic settings where the act of writing down what is burdening you gives a release and allows you to really fully communicate your feelings, get to the heart of what's bothering you and let go. Maybe what you want to write down is a letter to someone who has disappointed you. Maybe you want to forgive them or you want to thank them for the valuable lesson their disappointment taught you. 
it's really important to think about people, places, events that no longer serve us that we wish to release, but to do so in a space of gratitude sometimes for people and places and those things, but also just an acknowledgement that things hurt us, things bothered us, but we are actively releasing it. If it's a letter to a person, you don't have to send it. You can simply tear up the sheet of paper and put it in the trash. Some people burn things. I caution that because I don't want y'all claiming I told you to set a fire and burn your house down or your apartment. But whatever you do, write it down on a piece of paper and rip it up. Let it go. The act of doing that will release the disappointment, the broken relationship, the betrayal and hurt, and make room for you to start feeling better about other things and bringing and attracting good into your life. The next suggestion is related to this in a different way. It relates to the first in a different way. Make a list and take an inventory of your life. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc.com slash BGB. What if 2024 you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B A 
bbel.com slash bgb. Rules and restrictions may apply. Maybe you want to get rid of physical things that weigh you down. I know for myself, I used to be kind of a, a, a hoarder in a small way, right? I would always hold on to things, documents, text messages from people who disappointed me, letters from from partnership um, that hurt me and brought me down, articles of clothing that didn't fit anymore. Holding on to those things took up literal space in my life. It crowded out in my apartment things that I could have used to beautify it. It crowded out and overshadowed all the amazing loving text messages that I had from supportive friends or other moments that I had with partners who were kind. Taking an inventory of those things were powerful. But it could also be less tangible things. Maybe it's beliefs or values that held you back. Self-doubt being in your life all the time. And that belief weighing you back, uh, thoughts that you can't achieve some goal or dream that you've been thinking of. Think about your commitments. Take an inventory of all the times that you have said yes to things you should have said no to or are consistently committing to activities that you feel burdened by. Think of your goals. Are all the goals that you have for yourself realistic? Do they light you up? Or do they feel heavy and feel like you're constantly chasing after something that just brings you disappointment? Whatever that is, write those things down and begin the process of putting a line through it. You don't have to commit anymore to the things that burden you. You don't have to hold on to limiting beliefs that do not serve you. You don't need to hold on to physical articles or text messages or recordings that make you feel sad. Take an inventory and start there to determine what you want to let go of what no longer serves you. The third option is to think about and reframe your life with one powerful thought. You can choose to put your energy only on the things you love. Many times we choose paths or we choose to succeed at things and we realize halfway through doing it, we don't even like it. I think about as a child, I started playing instruments and I was determined to learn the guitar and I kept playing and playing and I realized I don't actually like the guitar. Why am I doing it? At some point, it just became habit to do it. It wasn't something that I loved. And so I stopped and put my energy into things that I did love in the musical instrument realm. The same goes for you and in any area of your life. It's all about options. You get to choose. You have the right. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And many times we hate a job, but we stay in it because we're making good money or we're succeeding. Maybe you're afraid that 
if you let go of the things that you don't love, you'll feel like a failure. Whatever that reason is, it's really important to reshift and reframe the thoughts in our head around this. What are the things that you actually are striving for currently? What are the things you're excited about or want to do? And see if they match. When you make your list of what you're striving for and your list of what lights you up and brings you joy, see if there's overlap. If there's not, it's time to let go of what doesn't serve you. It's time to let go of what doesn't bring you joy. Number four. Think about enjoyment and things that light you up and make you happy versus value. Now, here's the thing about enjoyment versus value. It's very similar to the last step, which was that there are many things that we enjoy, but we don't value in our lives, Um, whether that be bad habits we picked up that we may enjoy on the surface, but don't align with our values. Making sure that we enjoy the things that we also value, getting clear on what's important to us and focus our energy into putting more joy into that will make a huge step in letting go of what doesn't serve you. There is no room for the things that don't serve you if you think about the activities, the people you hang out with, the jobs you take in the context of, I'm only going to do the things that I love and I'm only going to do the things that I value. And those two pieces have to intersect for me to really be content in life. If that's the case, we don't have room then for bad relationships or constant negative thinking, right? We only have room to do the things that make us happy. Last but not least, we've talked about this before. Think about your internal monologue. Many times when we are letting go of the things that don't serve us, a good first step is just monitoring how we talk to ourselves and what we think about. Are we judgmental? Are we filled with negativity? Are we constantly putting our mind on things that hurt us or Are we anxiously obsessing about a wrong or an upcoming task or constantly feeling overwhelmed? Is that where our brain goes? Write out your internal monologue. Write down the things that come into your head. Many times, the first step to letting go with with what doesn't serve us is often letting go of self-judgment and letting go of the things that we put upon ourselves our own weights that keep us dissatisfied and heavy. We talk about burnout and how to get over burnout is really paying attention to those three buckets of mindfulness and self-care and mindset shifting. Letting go of what no longer serves you is really a little bit of all three. It takes time to be aware of what's going on in your head and aware of what's going on in your body to really understand what you need to let go of. It takes a lot of self-care after you've made the decision to let go of things to replace 
the bad or the negative or what you want to release with good things that bring you joy. A self-care practice gets you there. And it's a lot of mindset shifting. It's a lot of work around reframing your thoughts and redirecting your energy. We've gone over five ways to do this. And so as promised, I want to give you a bite-sized practice to try. What I would suggest to you is to do the following. If you are looking to start your journey to letting go of what doesn't serve you, take an inventory. Start by writing out what physical things you might want to let go of, what commitments or goals that you might want to let go of, what relationships have been on your heart and burdening you that you might want to release. Make a list. And then once you've written those lists, that list down, begin to think about how you can write out what about those relationships, objects, goals, what about them do you want to release or what about them do you not want to take with you? For example, it can look like this. Perhaps one of your goals is constantly every year you start the year with, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. But it's a goal that makes you feel burdened by your size or critical of your shape. It makes you frustrated when you know, it's March and you are eating potato chips and you've not lost any weight and maybe you gained two pounds. It keeps you in a constant critical thinking pattern about your body. Maybe you make a commitment to release that goal in the upcoming year and instead focus on the things that bring you joy, which is to love your body and to value your body. And by loving and valuing your body, that may mean eating foods that bring you joy and make your body feel good. It may be engaging in activity and moving your bodies in the ways that makes you excited or happy, playing your favorite song. It may mean letting go of clothing you don't fit into to make room for you to really celebrate the body you are in with clothing that looks good on your body and feels good on your skin. By taking an inventory, you can learn to start releasing that goal or that thinking and instead make room to bring in things that will fill you up, that will lighten you, and that will bring you joy and will echo and reinforce your values. So that's it for this episode. I will see you soon. And until the next time we speak, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.